Hello, boys and girls. I am Nigel Facey from the National Mathematics Team. Please allow me to welcome you back to another of a series of mathematical presentations geared towards PEP ability test. This series of presentation is called Come, Let Us Reason Together. As we try to focus on quantitative and verbal reasoning, which are questions and a component of the ability test. So students, please put on your thinking cap and come now, let us reason together. Now our focus today will be on mathematical reasoning questions. You may be asking what is mathematical reasoning? Well, in short, um, it's just reason with mathematics. And in a sense, it's a skill that will help us with all the other math skills that we use in everyday life and problem solving and reasoning situations. So it's not just something you want to learn and to then go and use in an exam, but it involves skills that we can use in integrating math knowledge into real life and everyday problem solving situation. So these skills are good for us to all learn, not just for exams, but in real life and our everyday situation. So please, let us look at a few examples and try to use our mathematical and our critical reasoning skills to try and figure out ways of solving the problems that we'll be given, the examples that we'll be looking at. I do hope that you have your book and your writing instruments, your pencil and your pen, and that you are ready to roll. Now, here is our first example of a mathematical reasoning question. A farmer has some cows and some chickens. He finds that together they have seven heads and 20 legs. How many cows and how many chickens does he have? Let's, let's go again. A farmer has some cows and some chickens. He finds that together they have seven heads and 20 legs. Now we are asked to find out how many cows and how many chickens does the farmer have. Now where can we start? We can start by concluding that, that since there are seven heads, then there will be seven animals in total, since each can only have one head. Don't forget that. So each animal only have one head. We should also have noted that one set of animals has four legs. That, that is the cows. They have four legs. While the other set, the fowls, they have two legs. Each of them have two legs. We could now consider creating a table to show information about the cows and the chickens, their heads and their legs. Remember what is important is that we must have seven heads and a total of 20 legs. So in creating this table, we could have the chickens, then the cows, the chicken legs and the cows, cow legs. So 
if we have one chicken, then we must have six cows because we must have seven heads in total. And if we have six chickens, then we're going to have one cows, one cow. So let's just look at that again. So if we have one chicken, we're going to have six cows. Now, the one chicken would have two legs. The six cows would have four each. So that would be 24 legs. So while we have the seven heads, two plus 24 will give us 26 legs. That would, could not be our answer because we must have 20 legs. Now, if we had six chickens, we'd have had 12 legs because each would have two, two, six is 12. And one cow would have four legs. Now, 12 plus four will give us 16 legs. So while we have the seven heads, we do not have the 20 legs. Now, if we had two chicken, we'd have had four legs. And that means we'd have had five cows and five cows will give us 20 legs. Now, four plus 20 give us 24 legs. So while we have the seven heads, we don't have the 20 legs. The reverse is that if we have five chickens, would have had to have two cows because the five and two will still give us the seven. Now the five chicken will give us 10 legs. The two cows will give us eight legs. 10 and eight give us 18. So we will not have the 18, will not have the 20 legs, even though we have the seven heads. What about three chickens and four cows? Three chickens would give us six legs. Four cows will give us four, four, 16 legs. Six plus 16 gives us 22 legs. So that would not be the answer either. And if we had four chicken and three cows, would have had four chickens would give us eight legs and three cows would give us 12 legs. 8 plus 12 will give us 20 legs. So here we are now. So with four chickens and three cows, would have, we would get seven heads. But not only would that we'll get seven heads, we're also going to get 20 legs. Therefore, we can conclude that the farmer has to have had four chickens and three cows because that is the only combination that can give us seven heads and 20 legs. Good, so far. Now let us look at another example. Tom and his friend bought two identical pizzas. Tom ate a quarter of his pizza while his friend gave his sister half of his own and then ate a half of the portion he had left. Who ate more pizza? Tom is his friend. So let's go again. So Tom and his friend bought two identical pizzas. Tom ate a quarter of his, while his friend gave his sister a half of his and then ate half of the portion he had for himself. He kept for himself. So now we need to know who ate more pizza, Tom or his friend. Well, student, if in your book you could draw two similar size circles to represent the pizzas. And then we would need to look at the portion that Tom ate. That's a quarter. We can divide one of the circles into four parts then to represent the quarters. And then we could shade one of the quarters to represent the portion that Tom ate. Now, in the case of Tom's friend, 
we will first divide his pizza into two since he gave his sister half. We are then told that he ate a half of what he had left. Now, how much did he have left after giving his sister a half? Good. He had a half left. And we are told he ate a half of that half. The question, therefore, we need to answer is, how much is a half of a half? If you go back to your diagram, you could cut the half into two equal parts since he ate a half of the portion he had. And so from the diagram, you should be able to conclude that a half of a half will give you a quarter. Another way of looking at it is to realize that when we divide a half by two, we will get a quarter. Therefore, Tom's friend ate a quarter of his pizza. Since we were asked to determine who ate more, we now have to conclude that they both ate the same amount. Tom and his friend both ate quarter of the pizza. Let us look at a third example. John is 12 years old. His sister is three years younger. What will be the sum of their ages in five years time? So John is 12 years old. His sister is three years younger. What will be the sum of their ages in five years' time? Now, where could we start? What about identify the age of his sister today? How could we calculate his sister's age? Good. We can do so by subtracting the three years from John's age. Since John is 12, then we take three from 12, and that will give us nine. So nine is the age of his sister. We now know that we are now asked to calculate the sum of the ages in five years' time. Now, in five years, John will be 12 plus 5, 17 years, and his sister will be 9 plus 5, that gives us 14 years. Hence, the sum of their ages will be 17 plus 14, which gives us 31 years. Some persons may also approach this by adding their present ages today, which is 12 and 9, and that gives them 21 years. Then they can say in five years' time, both will be five years older, and so they add another 10 years to the 21 and take them to 31 years. I guess you can do some further investigation, students, because you may find other ways you can solve the problem. Now let us look at our final example for, for today. Max feeds his dog two or three times a day. What is the reasonable number of meals for the dog to eat in three weeks? Well, we need to ensure that we pay attention to all the information given. You would have noticed that Max has a minimum number of times the dog must be fed, which is two, and a maximum number of times, which is three per day. You should also take note that the dog must be fed three consecutive weeks. This we need to convert today so that we can be working with the same unit of measurement, which is a week, and, and which is days. We want to change our weeks to days so we work with the same me measurement, unit of measurement, which is days. So one week has seven days, therefore three weeks will have 21 days. In other words, the dog will be fed for 21 days. 
Now let us calculate the minimum and maximum number of times the dog could be fed. So for the maximum, for, for the minimum, let's do the minimum first. So for the minimum, it was twice per day for 21 days. That is two times 21 will give us 42. So in four, so 42 times, he will be fed. And that would be the maximum number of times he can be fed. In the case of the, the minimum number of times, so he can be fed, the minimum number of times will be 42 days. 42 times, rather. In the case of the maximum number of times, that will be 3 times 21, because he can be fed 3 times a day. That gives us 63 times. So the maximum number of times will be 63 times that the, dogs, that the dog will be fed. Students, I hope you are noticing that the dog could, be, could not be fed less than 42 times because 42 is the minimum number of times it can be fed. And neither could the dog be fed more than 63 times because 63 is the maximum number of times the dog could be fed. Now, students, could the dog be fed 55 or 68 or 48 or 60 times? A matter of fact, could the dog be fed anywhere from 42 to 63 times? If your answer is yes, then you are indeed correct. For those who might have said no, let me quickly show that it could be any number between 42, from 42 to 63. If I fed the dog two times a day for the first week, I would have fed the dog 14 times. If I fed him three times a day for the second week, I would have fed him, uh, he would be fed 21 times. If I fed him two times a day for, three, for the third week, then he would have been fed 14 times. So he could be fed 14 times in week one, 21 times in week two, and 14 times in week three. When we add up those number of times, which is 14, 21, and 14, he would have been fed 41 49 times in three weeks. We could even alternate the days and, and feed him three times today, two tomorrow, three today, two tomorrow. And at the end of the three weeks, when we add them up, the number of times the dog would have been fed will be from 42 to 63 in three weeks. Well, boys and girls, this is where I have to leave you for today. Thanks again for your participation and attention. Here's a question for you to go out and reason on your own. Pam is 10 years older than his brother, Jeff, who is two years younger than his sister, Anne. The sum of their ages is 30 years old. Calculate the age of each child. Students, until next time, Please keep listening to this radio station for more academic information as long as you are not in school. Stay safe until we meet again.